Uh-huh. Mm. I love that beat. <laughs> yeah. Hey! What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Keep Battle Podcast. It's our pleasure to come to you again every Friday. We're right here for you. And today I'm especially excited. We got something special for y'all. NFL fans, black business owners, entrepreneurs. Hey! It's exciting today. We got Super Bowl champion, Philadelphia Eagles. In the building, my man Rodney McLeod. Welcome, sir. Hey, how you doing, man? Thanks great, for having me. Great to have you here. He's DMV, born and raised. And I, you born in DMV? Yeah, man. So I was uh, born in uh, D.C. Actually, southeast. What hospital? Um, well, uh, Greater Southeast. Oh man. Yeah. You yeah. a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> he came out the hood. Yeah, man. Then uh, moved out when I was seven and kind of been all over PG County area. But um, yeah. my mom's lived in Oxon Hill for majority mm-hmm. of my life. And then my dad's kind of been in the Bowie Largo area. Okay. So, yeah. All right. Uh-huh. My man. My man, yeah. you got any siblings? I do. What I have, uh, I actually have eight. Um, five here, you know what I'm saying, in town. And then three others in uh in Connecticut area, so okay, uh, yeah, large, <laughs> large, large family, family, man. Okay, but uh, it's fun. It was fun growing up. All right, it, it are you good. where? Do, where do you fall in the? So I, order? I fall technically uh, fourth oldest, but um, majority of the time, like I said, most of my siblings were here. Um, you know, what I'm saying um, in Maryland, so okay. I kind I was the oldest um, here growing up for most of the time. So I had to be that example. Um, around the house, you know what I'm saying, changing diapers. Oh, my God. Making grilled cheese sandwiches, huh? all of that. <laughs> they don't know about the grilled cheese. Exactly, huh? man. You press it down, oh, yeah. flip it over, yeah, brown on both sides. Yeah, Come on, talk to me. Golden. White bread turned brown. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, Simple. man. You came a long way from grilled cheese sandwiches in Greater Southeast Hospital to the Super Bowl Super world Bowl. champion Philadelphia Eagles. And then, you know, I was surprised at when I was telling people about you be on the podcast today. How many Eagle fans are in the area? Yeah, and it, it's pretty cool. Tell me, just growing up, like, did you t- tell me your journey, man? How you, like, how you got there? Did you start playing football as a kid? Tell us the Rodney McLeod story, as you can, if you will. This yeah, is curious quick. To know you know, that. what I'm saying summary, pretty much, man. I started off playing football when I was six years old, so. There's a lot of miles on my legs. Um, wow. I, I, uh, Who did you, you play with as a kid? Uh, Bowie Boys and Girls Club. Okay. So down at White Marsh Field. Yeah. Um, yeah. Played there for two years. Yeah. Uh, won a championship. Right off of 301. Yeah, man. Won wow. two championships back to back. Did you um, play, did you pay like age or pound? Pound. Okay. So it was 65. Yeah. Um, I actually played 65 twice. So my first year. Just getting started. Mm-hmm. Um, the play that I always tell everybody where I knew that football, I was I was going to, you know what I'm saying, play football for a long time, was um, my first year playing ball. We're playing Lanham down at Lanham Park. I know I what that a, is, too. Yeah, I get The a, Raiders. Oh, yeah. I yeah. get a toss sweep on the left uh, sideline. I take it 97 yards. Wow. So you're running straight, back. Straight down the sideline, yeah, running back. Yeah, so yeah. man, that started that started the career right there. Wow, and, um, you knew. I didn't fell in back. love with the game. I fell in love with the game. So I got you. Went to Oxon Hill after that. Majority of the time, I played ball. Uh huh. Um, from there, man. Now you saying Oxon Hill, where you move? Roadrunners. 
Okay, yeah. so you played for there. So like I played there from 75 up until 125 when it was time for okay. me to now from middle school go to high school. Now, is this boys club? Boys club, yeah. Everything is boys club. All right, so so in the basketball world, Rodney, you may know, so you got rec ball. Yep. Then you got, you got like AAU. A, you got, well, AAU's kind of the top. Mm-hmm. You got in, in between there, you got boys club, boys and girls club. You may have CYO. Yeah. And then, then you got AAU, which is like the top. Like, what is does it is it levels like that in so in, in, it's kind of advanced now. Um, my okay. little brothers they play ball, you know. Now um, there's so many leagues. There's like Beltway League. There's Boys and Girls Club. There's okay. Pop Warner. Yeah. So growing up for for me in my era, it was Boys and Girls Club was like pretty much everything. That was it. And Pop Warner. Those were the two. Okay. Those are the two competing. Uh-huh. Um, but a majority. Of the guys I know um, currently to this day that are in the league or, you know, around my age, we all play Boys and Girls Club. So it wasn't so it wasn't like you had to go Pop Warner to go to that next nah, level? No, okay. not at all. Okay. And but is Pop Warner kind of the top of the food chain in that, yeah, at now, that level? Yeah, now. Things okay. have changed. It's more age-based okay. now than actually uh, weight. Uh, yeah. So And, that you know, I was talking to somebody about that. Like, like it kind of makes sense to have to play – with people your age who may be, you may be 65, but somebody might be 95 or 100 because you're going to have to deal with that at the next level Yeah, when you get to high school and college anyway, so yeah. it makes sense. Cause yeah, I was it kind of gives them, you know what I'm saying, a, um, early taste on, you know what I'm saying, what they have to uh, look forward to yeah. um, at that next stage. Right. One pitch, 97 yards, you was done. You was I, was, I was done, man. I was like, this is for me. Yeah. This, is, this, is, this has got to be it, man, as a – you know, I remember Sundays watching guys like Deion Sanders. Right. I actually was a Dallas Cowboys fan growing oh, up. So, man. This just <laughs> – okay. Traded, traded to the city. Traded that, to the city, that, man. That wasn't, that, wasn't, that wasn't in your bio, man. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a violation, man. You Come know, on, Doc. Yeah, Seriously? I mean, you got to look at the time where I started understanding the game. That's I got Six you. to eight years old, yeah. you know, that was that was a – Prime time for, for the you. Cowboys. I got you. I got you. So uh, the the house was always divided, but um, you know, my mom, she, uh, I was in middle school, mm-hmm. and she seen a vision for me and decided to go to Dematha. Wow. And so uh, I spent That's my big. next four years there. She um, went there as a freshman. Went there as a freshman. Now, who was the coach when you went to Dematha? Was Bill it McGregor? So McGregor was still there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, man. All four years for you? All four. Wow. Mm-hmm. Isn't that something? Yeah. So when did you? When did he leave? How many years after you were gone? He probably left maybe three years after I left. Wow. Something like three or four. You came out what? 08? I came out in 08. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so, you, so you didn't play with well, – was, was Elijah Brooks he on was the there. staff? He was there. there? Okay. He was um, – I think he was on staff. Um, if not with us, definitely – I can't remember JV, but he was definitely around. So ninth around. grade, what'd you do in ninth grade? Did you play freshman or JV? Freshman. Yeah. Got to play all fre- uh freshman league, man. Our team was uh it was one of a kind. You really? know what I'm saying? We was killing teams. Sixty three seven, man. That was the type of talent wow. we had. They, now me <laughs> who comes to mind some of the dudes that you played with that people may or may not know, but you when you think about some of the killers you had on man, that squad, uh, freshman I think team of, the match. Shoot, Kenny Tate. Wow. Um, Jonathan I know Mason. Kenny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, guys like, shoot, uh, we had David Meggett at that time. Wow. We had, um, McCary Pugh, then, you know what I'm saying, Nick Rivers, Anthony Lestorti. Wow. Um, this all on the freshman team. It's all on the freshman team, Y'all was just team, stomping man. people. We y'all was should, they should have made y'all play. 
at least JV teams on other teams. Yeah, we was loaded. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. loaded. Uh-huh. So what you do 10th grade? 10th grade, I actually made a varsity team. Wow. Uh, now, would you play – let me go back. Would you? What position did you play on the freshman team? Freshman team, I actually played running back and linebacker. Okay. Um, I wanted to play running back and cornerback, but um, needed me at linebacker. That's what I played all throughout Boys and Girls Club regularly. Like, linebacker? Li- run, running back and linebacker. linebacker. Yeah. yeah. So, so you, know, you, ain't, you ain't lead the field. Nah. You know they for special return, teams Yeah, punt return. Wow. Kick return. So, yeah, it was many – me and Kenny back there. Yeah. Majority of the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And 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 then tenth grade, you make varsity. Made varsity. Did as you a get sophomore. any reps? Um. So I played cornerback. Um. And then we had a a change on defense. Um. Coach made a um a decision, and he ended up putting in five sophomores on defense mm-hmm. after three games into the season, and I was one of that one of those five mm-hmm. um, that was able to come in and and try to make an impact. And I actually played safety that sophomore season. Did did very well. Mm-hmm. I think I had like five interceptions that year. Wow. Um, and then that kind of propelled me on to the next season where I played because uh, my natural position was cornerback. Mm-hmm. Um, so I played wide receiver and cornerback uh, junior and senior season. Wow. Yeah. So so when you were getting recruited mm-hmm. out of Dematha, yep. Right. Were you being recruited as a receiver or or defensive back? How did that work when uh, teams I was, were looking at you? Yeah, so most of the t- – I mean, I think majority um, of them were recruiting me for running back. Um, Even though you didn't play? No, I did I, I did play running back. In, in, in your junior season? No, I'm talking about when oh, you, college. you came out of the Got you, college. Okay, so got you. you. Now so we moved playing, on. Yep. Now you playing two-way I in high school. Ways. Yeah. So Senior year. Yeah. You're I'm, still playing both ways. Oh, yeah. yeah you don't come off the field. Team, yeah, don't, not at all. I didn't know Condition. they still did that. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow. Nowadays, what number did you wear? What number did you wear? Four. I like that's my favorite number. Yeah, though. man. I like number four. <laughs> this is I always like number four. Yeah. Any sport. Yeah. It's baseball, football, basketball. Is there something about four. it? It's a, four is a bad number. Yeah. It's man. a bad number. So so when you got recruited out of Dematha, yep. Because you chose Virginia. Correct. But I'm sure there were other places you were looked yeah. at. People looking at you. Were you being touted as a a so, DB or or wide receiver. So some schools see me as a uh, receiver. Um, some schools see me as strictly DB, and then other teams kind of gave me that option. Okay. Um, they, they didn't really know. Okay. Well, um, you know, and so because you don't usually play both ways at the next oh, level, no. right? Nah. So you I I had decision. to make a decision, man. Okay. I had to really sit there and think hard on, um, you know where my career w- will be best at. Um, and I felt like at that defensive back position, um, you're able to kind of control um, your own um, success um, mm-hmm. in, in a sense mm-hmm. rather than a, a wide receiver where a lot is predicated on the quarterback. Where he um, wants to go. Where he wants to go, yeah, man. Yeah, you got to have yeah. that good relationship. Yeah. Got to yeah. be in the right, you know, system. Yeah, it's a lot yeah, of factors. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, so, so I felt like that's at smart. that DP position, I can control. That was smart. I, yeah. Yeah, that's smart. And, and I like, I like, you know what I'm saying, giving the hits. Yeah, you know I know. What I'm saying, rather than giving. Yes, sir. Them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If somebody going out this game, it ain't going to be me. Yeah, exactly. I got you. I got you. I want you to be worried about me when you make a slant. Yeah. Rather me looking out my corner of my eyes, you. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I like that. I like that. I, I, I like you evolved from so so. You go into college. You mm-hmm. have UVA. Yep. Let's talk about that. How long were you there? Um, I was there all, uh, all four years. You did all four years, and you played DB. Played defensive back. Um, was it was it a combination of safety, corner, nickel? Yeah. What, what a little you? bit of everything. So okay. my freshman year, I came in as a cornerback. Um, was able to. So you weren't redshirted. 
No, three, so three. On. So three games in, just like you know, what I'm saying my sophomore year at the Matha, I got inserted into the lineup. So mm-hmm. special teams, and then coach, um, he made some packages for me to be at the nickel position, uh-huh. and that was kind of my role for the the rest of the season. Uh, so special the, teams and nickel back. So nickel, does a nickel back always check the slot receiver? Yeah, is that typical? Majority of the time. Okay, yep. all right. Yep. So um, very active in there from mm-hmm. blitzes to covering, dropping. Um, his own coverages. Um, you do a little bit of everything at that position. Right, 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 right. We getting happy on the people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, happy. Yeah. I know some of the ladies <laughs> listen to podcasts. Want to know? They want to know something else. But <laughs> I'm saying I think that's cool. So now you're in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna circle back to Virginia in a second. Yep. In the NFL, you're a safety, mm-hmm. right? And that's your primary position. Correct. Free safety or strong? Free. So free safety, which to me is the best position in the NFL because you're the you kind of sit on an island. You get to pay attention to everything, right? Yeah. And you kind of know what's going on in the field, right? Mm-hmm. I like that. It's like center field, right? It is. So, so when did you evolve into that's your that's what Rodney McLeod is? He's a free safety. He's a safety. When did that happen in your career, kind of officially? Um, if, 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 I would say um, kind of the latter part of my second season into the NFL, or maybe more so my third. Mm-hmm. Because my rookie year, I played strictly special teams, but I was listed as safety. And that was for but, the Rams? Yeah, correct. So you I was drafted with the Rams by the Rams? Years. Undrafted. Undrafted? Yeah, undrafted. Oh, we got to go back. <laughs> huh? Wow. Yeah, I man. didn't know you were undrafted. Yeah. So, okay. So, uh, yeah, it took, you know what I'm saying? Took, took, took the hard road uh, yeah. to, to get where I am today. But, uh, you know, God had a plan, man. Yeah. And, and I trusted it, and, and um, I just didn't look back. Yeah, but, so uh, so it wasn't until your third year. That you, now, you because cause people who know you know, you may have been undrafted, but you just got that bag. You got a deal, <laughs> huh? Come on, touch you your neighbor, me? huh? You feel me? <laughs> All the way from that, from Southeast Greater Southeast Hospital mm-hmm. to getting that bag. Yeah, touch your neighbor, <laughs> huh? And put five dollars in his hand when you touch it. <laughs> so so you didn't get drafted out of college. No, nope. after playing four years. At a pretty reputable school, did you did you know you weren't get drafted, or did you sit there and watch the draft like for days? Because that draft, that NFL draft, is longer than Sheriff Road. <laughs> it is. It's just a Prince George County thing. Exactly, that right? Is longer than four ninety five. It's like two days of your life. Yeah, man. It was. Uh, so my mom decided to uh, have a little um, family friends get together celebration for me graduating the university of virginia but then also um taking this next step in my life you know which was hopefully um hearing my name called for the draft so um i was a little skeptical about that just because you know that that's a moment you want to share with people close to you not saying i didn't have people close to me there right but you know like it was bigger than you were comfortable with yeah yeah you know no mom gonna slice it exactly i didn't want to deal with the heartbreak of not hearing my name called and everybody's looking at me yeah um so because you were you were you concerned about not getting drafted so i was a guy who was more late round to priority free agents so we're talking that's where they had you on the expert draft boards like the male kuipers in them yeah anywhere from you know fifth six and on Right. So the literally the last day of the draft because uh during that time they split it up. 
I think a year before I was drafted or this was the first year they were doing it, mm-hmm. where they do the first round, now how they do it, mm-hmm. second through fourth, and then the last, fourth through seven is the third day. Yeah, yeah. So I watched every day. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Because yeah. I, I, I I'm a guy who's always watched it. I'm a fan. I want to mm-hmm. see other peers, guys that I worked out with, um, you know, um, wishing the best for everyone. So third day comes about, um, you know, I, I get calls from teams prior to the draft, Cowboys, Atlanta, Mm-hmm. Um, various teams, you know, talking about, hey, man, this is the day. Um, we think about pulling you. St. Louis was actually one of the teams as well. So but, they're um, calling you or they calling somebody you hired? Or calling, how does that work? Calling me. Literally calling phone. me, making wow. sure they got my information. Um, but also contacting my agent, too. He's telling me what he's thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, the, now the day starts, and um, it's a lot of anticipation. Uh, you know, very anxious to, to see what go, goes on. And, you know, I, I I literally set my phone to a ringer where it's distinct, you know what I'm saying? When it goes mm-hmm. off, the, everybody's going to know. Right, right, right. So I can't remember what I said it for, but I had some some moments where some some random person calls me and I'm like, ah. oh, man. like a friend yeah, or something. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah, man, you yeah. can't do that. Not it's today. Not, not, it's yeah, not today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I also had, I think, three other calls from teams. Right. And when you see those numbers that aren't, in your phone and yeah. from different cities and yeah, states, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. this is the call. Right. And man, it was so sh- like it was, it was a terrible feeling to hear them be like, "Man, look, we wanted like not the call that I was expecting." Like, "Hey, right, Rodney McLeod, right, right. you ready to be such and such?" Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, "Yeah." It yeah. was a call like, "Hey, man, it's Rodney." Like, I'm like, "Yeah, uh, man, I'm trying to get you. We we, we working to get it's a you." Coaster. We, yeah. yeah. And so. Um, you know what I'm saying? That 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 kinda it was devastating for me to, you know, hear that. Like I said, I had probably two or three of those calls. Mm-hmm. Um, but the good thing was I knew that teams were interested, um, and they liked what they seen from me. And so right after the draft, immediately, um, St. Louis had reached out, um, and the situation just fit best for me to go there mm-hmm. and um try to make my uh try to make my presence felt. So you made go, the team. So when you go to St. Louis, there's no guarantee. You nah, gotta go no, out there and Oh you, yeah, you just like that little kid, right back in Oxford Hill, trying to make a trying to make trying it. Trying to make it, yeah. Trying That's, to make a name. So how many when you get to St. Louis, you're at a what is it? Is it OTA? What is it? Yeah. Where did you go to? So and like how a, many jokers rookie, out there? So there's a rookie mini camp first. So okay. it's strictly rookies, all of us that they bring in. Okay. Um, some are signed like myself, like priority free agents. Others are guys that um they're trying to work to get a deal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so more like a tryout basis that weekend to see if they want to bring them back. Okay. And we're just out there for three days competing, okay. um, learning the system, um, and going out there and, and we showcasing our ability. Okay. You know what I'm saying? This is, this is the interview right did you here. Go, did you do combine? No. Pro wow. day. Pro day. So that's what a lot of teams noticed. Like, uh, there were guys that they were looking at at my pro day, um, and they seen the way I worked. Mm-hmm. Um, and and what I was able to do that day, mm-hmm. and I re- I never remember my coach telling me at St. Louis like man, that day, I went back after I seen your pro day and told dudes like we got to bring him in. Good, good, you good. know. So 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 you you spend how many years in St. Louis? Four years. Four years. One year uh, playing special teams, and I was fortunate enough my second year to start um, as a safety in the NFL. But then also playing Nickelback and um, and having looked back since, man, I've been starting at safety ever since. What happened? I guess your contract came 
to a mm-hmm. place when it's up, and then you get into the business of the game. Yeah. And, you know, that's a whole different animal right there. It's not just football anymore. That's a business, right? Yeah, exactly. So what happened with that? Like, how did that all evolve, like, when your contract yeah. time was up? When, when, tell yeah, us so about it was that. an interesting period of time. Um, free agency is one where um, – you know, you kind of uh, see how uh, other teams view you um, mm-hmm. and, and, and your skill set. Mm-hmm. And um, that kind of uh, surprised me, just the reaction that I got based on what my agent was telling me at the amount of teams that were interested in me. Yeah. And over, you know, my four years at the production um, of, of what I built, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so uh, that was eye-opening for me. Uh, I wanted to stay around. Um, you know, I, I'm one of those guys that's loyalty is everything yeah. to me. Yeah, you spent four years at UVA, didn't transfer. Yeah, I gave, yeah. Four years at the math, didn't transfer. Yeah, I gave everything I had, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, to that organization. And, um, you know, it's a business, man. And, uh, you know, we didn't see eye to eye on some things. And mm-hmm. so, you know, I had to make the best decision for myself and my family. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, you know, it was between a couple teams and – Philadelphia just stood out to me the most. Yeah. Um, everything that they had to offer mm-hmm. uh, for me to uh, excel um, mm-hmm. in this game. You know, we play this game to to, to win championships. Yeah, and you look know. at it. Yeah, that's what I'm used to doing. You know, yeah. the math. Of, yeah. Um, growing up as a kid, you know, I was fortunate enough, like I said, to to win two championships, man. Yeah, boy. Yeah. yeah, and unfortunately, I I couldn't I can't say I did it on the college level, but um, I know what it takes. It's tough. And, yeah, and yeah. I and I and I and I and I have it. Um, yeah. in me and so um I wanted to do whatever I could to make sure that I was able to compete you know for here from here on out and and, and try to get so, that Lombardi yeah so we're going to talk about that <laughs> in a few minutes we're going we're going to talk about what it's like to be in that locker room what the chemistry is like the spiritual the spirituality of your team we've heard things stories about just the brothers on your team who have a reverence for God and all of that yeah um so we definitely want to talk about that but just as kind of a job, like like just as much as you can say, have you been keeping an eye on what the Rams have been doing this offseason defensively? I and always do, man. So uh, you know what I'm saying? What they still, <laughs> yeah. Uh, man, it's they uh they're building. They loading up over they're there. They're building, ain't they? man, and 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 everybody's you know looking at um the team that won it and what do they have? Yeah, that's and, a good And point. how do we get something similar? Um, you know, to be able to compete with yeah, them. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's what they're doing. They're 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 loading up on the defensive side of the ball. You gotta have cornerbacks that can cover mm-hmm. uh wide receivers in this league. Um and then you also gotta have a defensive front um that can stop the run and get after the uh, yeah. the quarterback. It's basic. Yeah. And, yeah, and, people and don't now, wanna give that credit, but that defense is the pro is 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 a big issue. Oh yeah. Have defense. And then, you know, they got Sean McVay, so he's a he's a brilliant offensive coordinator. Right. Um so they added Brandon Cooks, man. So like I said, they got some weapons, but yeah, um yeah. at the end of the day, man, we the ones with the crown. We yes, gotta sir. go out there and protect it. And y'all gonna protect that house. You know it. The Eagles, Eagles, <laughs> Eagles. If you're just tuning in, I'm with Rodney McLeod, safety, free safety for the Philadelphia Eagles, Eagles and world champion, Super Bowl champion, former high school champion, <laughs> former boys club champion. Yeah. Built to win. Built to win, My man, man no my man. Way. So, so Rodney, there's more to your life than just football, obviously. Um, that's kind of what the gift God gave you athletically to provide for your family, to change, you know, God can bless you in such a way where you can change your family's life, your family, family's trajectory and everything. Yeah. But I want to talk about some other areas of your life that, you know, that are important to you as well. Mm-hmm. Heard you just got engaged. I did. Uh-huh. Tell us about that because that's 
That's that's interesting too, man. You yeah, just that's take, a you, huge. You coming off the circuit, bro? <laughs> huge step, man. Yeah, turn in your book and everything. Got to, uh, you know what I'm saying. So engage, uh, you know what I'm saying. The the woman of my dreams. Uh, actually, we actually met at the University of Virginia. Okay. Um, and so uh, engage tour February 23rd. Of Go ahead this and shout year. her out. Yeah, she Erica, gonna a, you know, she's going to be a list. Erica a, a Lee. Battle podcast listener for the rest of her life. <laughs> Erica Lee, man, you know, straight out of New York. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um yeah, it was a uh, it was a great day. Um I did it right there in New York City. Okay. Um outside of St. Patrick Cathedral right there on the steps. Wow. Um you know, it, it was definitely memorable. It's going to yeah. be a memorable moment. I felt proud about how I did it. Yeah. Um you yeah. know, you got to have two things that they're going to ask, you know what I'm saying, once you get married or uh, you know, that you engage is how, how did he do it? How did he propose to you? Mm-hmm. And then how was the wedding? Those are going to be like the two yeah, things. Yeah, like yeah, where did yeah. you get married at and all that. So I had to make sure I did it the right way and I put a lot of thought into it. So Good. Good. She, she really enjoyed that. She was impressed by yeah. that. Good. So yeah. you went in. You got the engagement right. Y'all got a wedding date set? Um. So right now we're looking at, you know, summer of next year. So June, July. You know, my schedule is hectic. So. Right. We kind of got to fit it in around there. But okay. um, definitely next year we've been venue hunting. We've been to about seven so far already. Right, um, right. So it, it's it's uh, it's stressful, but it's fun. Good, good, good. Well, congratulations, Erica Lee. Yeah, Erica Lee, man. Congratulations, Erica Lee out there. And I just pastorally, let me just encourage you. Oh, yeah. That just as you put a lot of time and creativity and money into the proposal and, the, you know, being creative with that piece and, and as much as you're going to invest in the actual ceremony, that you would also invest a lot of time and creativity and energy and even money into the marriage. Yeah. Because it's marriage that's hard. Like, because that's every day. That's that's when your career is over, when you got to deal with kids and schedules and, and emotional pain and burying family members and all of that. Like, for better or for worse, for richer or for poor. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of times people leave that piece out. Like we had a we had the bomb proposal. It's, it went viral. And then we had a, a a wedding that they had to throw in a magazine. It was so, so fly. <laughs> but then we had a marriage that was just, it was anemic. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. It's, it's like, it's like, you know what it's like? It's like, it's like, um, it's like having the job of free safety for the Eagles, right? They say, you're going to be the star in free safety for the Eagles. And then it's like buying the cleats and the outfits and, you know, the special stuff you're going to wear. Like, like I'm the baddest looking dude out here, too. Yeah. And then never going to work out, never hitting the gym, never hitting the weights, never hitting the treadmill, diet jacked up. And you just go out on the field. I'm just saying that's a, that, to not have that component, the real hard. Because what makes you great on the field is the stuff people don't see. Don't see. Right? Correct. See, you ain't that dude to just show up on, on Sundays. It's the work you putting in when ain't nobody looking, like working on your body, because your body is your is your tool, right? Yeah, correct. So you can't just do what everybody else do and just chill like everybody else do. So I'm saying the same thing about marriage. I think people, it's, that's going to be important for you and Erica to invest in the grind, the work, the the heavy lifting of being good at communication, yeah. making sure we we don't allow stuff to linger and, Cause, cause you're gonna always be, there gonna always be somebody to come at you or her, mm-hmm. saying, you know, that 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 may look like an option, yeah. Which, which can so just just something to just keep in the file. Oh no, going I appreciate forward the word of wisdom. Yes, sir. Need all of. 
<laughs> yeah. Let's talk about the Philadelphia Eagles this season, right? So was this your first or second season with this them? This is my second season this past season. With the Eagles, yep. right? So you're in the NFC East. Mm-hmm. Burgundy and Gold, Dallas, New York Giants, tough, tough division. A lot of great receivers. Yeah. Is there a receiver that who is who is the who is the receiver that you if you to name two or three receivers did you say when I play them dudes I gotta I'm in the film room more I'm like I'm I'm on high alert more like who are them dudes in the league that make you say I got to be at my best today um, Antonio Brown one definitely A B in Pittsburgh uh, Julio Jones is another Wow Atlanta. Um, Odell is one too. Odell, um, this is yeah. like elusiveness, man. Um, and uh, who else, man? Well, those There's a lot three. of yeah. Those are those are three. You know, what I'm saying horses, man. That who you, are, who, you have to bring. Who is somebody that somebody wouldn't think that's like that? But nobody may not. You, yeah. He may not come up. His name may not come up in lights uh, a lot. But it could be a back. It could yeah. be a tight end. It could be a receiver. You say that dude's a problem. Yeah. And no, and people don't really. Res- but you got to be in, in the game. You yeah. got to be in the NFL and know uh-huh. why this dude is a problem. Who comes to mind Two when you guys, say? Two guys. I like. I always liked uh, Devonte Adams' uh, game for the Packers. He's okay. a wide receiver. Uh huh. Runs real good routes, man. Good hands. Um, mm-hmm. He's starting to get a lot, a lot more credit now. Mm-hmm. Um, and a guy, a running back who's also an issue. Um, Devontae Freeman from the Falcons. Wow. He's uh wow. he's very shifty um guy. Mm-hmm. And how I look at a lot of guys for me, um, it's different because I'm a free safety. So a lot of um my position is different where I have to look at these guys and be like, man, in the open field mm-hmm. and things like that. Mm-hmm. And my angles have to be a certain way. Mm-hmm. I got to see, okay, in the open field, he likes to make this type of move. Like, yeah. those are the things that I study yeah. Um, because they're critical. They could be the difference in that play. You, I mean, you're, you're the, the last game. thing. Yeah. If if you don't tackle them, it's a touchdown. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Because most of them guys ain't going to get ran down from behind by a linebacker. Not right? at all. And the, and the corner's out on the island still – you know, whatever yeah. they doing. Yeah. So, yeah, you're I right. I remember uh, I was playing versus Steelers, and I was with the Rams, and, and I'm playing Le'Veon Bell. And, like, one thing he always likes to do in the open field is, like, a dead leg. And, like, I watched it constantly. So, I'm like, okay, I get in the game. What's a dead leg? So, he'll just run at you, and, like, he, he might, like, just juke you, hesitate you a little bit. But you don't make you don't make that – you don't take your shot until he gives you, like, that one stick. Mm-hmm. So it could be right or left, but mm-hmm. that's his go-to move. Right, right, right. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. And so don't don't shoot, don't make that 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 uh move until he does his. Right. And literally it happened in the game and I waited for it, he did it, picked him up, scooped him, like got him down. Yeah. But it was a huge play. I mean, it, it like if I didn't notice that um that one slight um skill that he likes to do, um you know, who knows what happened on that play. What I love about what you just said Rodney is how mental the game is, right? Yeah. Cause once you come from boys club and all the way up and you didn't play high school at the highest level, you play at the math and college football and pro, like right now it's not all physical. Like, cause everybody fast mm-hmm. and everybody's strong mm-hmm. and everybody's, you know, athletic, right? But who's the dude to study in his opponent so much that he knows the nuances of his go to moves? 
that I have enough mental fortitude to hesitate from my natural instinct to attack, yeah. to know if I attack, he's going to score because yeah. he's expecting that. What I'm saying is there's something to be said about your success and your success in the film room as much as in the weight room. Correct. And I think that's where people are missing it in their careers. They're not prepared. right? You know what I'm like? Yeah. Talk about preparation. Like what's a, what's a week of preparation look like for you? Just yeah. from 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 just healing from the game Sunday, you still in you still iced <laughs> up from Sunday, yeah. but but here come here come Pittsburgh. Yeah, with Le'Veon, with Antonio Brown, with Roethlisberger. Like, yeah. what is a week of preparation look like for Rodney McLeod? Man, preparation for me, uh, you know, starts uh, starts on Monday. It usually starts with a massage to, you know, what I'm saying get my body back right, get mm -hmm. the kinks out from, from Sunday's game. Mm -hmm. And uh, Tuesday, uh, we usually come in and we get a little uh, lift in. Um, mm -hmm. It's more like a half a day for us. Um, and we're usually in the building by 8 o'clock on a Tuesday, watch a little bit of film mm -hmm. to catch up, do a walkthrough. And then usually we have the rest of the day to ourselves. Um, I'll usually use Tuesday um, to get a head start as well um, onto the week because Wednesday – technically is our first day of the week of like full preparation. So mm -hmm. I use Tuesday um to gain a little insight on the team. Mm -hmm. Uh watch about three or four games. Um mm. just to get an idea. Um you watch three or four football games. Correct. On, on an iPad. Tuesday. Yeah. That's of the good a, thing about this new of technology. A, of man. another team. Of another team. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's deep. Yeah. And then that's deep. Wednesday starts the starts the grind. They see in the spiritual world. <laughs> I'm see. We don't know our enemy, right? Mm -hmm. We don't even know how the enemy moves against us and like the moves like Satan puts puts on us. That's why we keep getting hemmed up. Like yeah. it's like it's like if they keep running the same play and they keep scoring. Like at some point, the defense is supposed to be able to stop it. I don't know if you remember when the. Uh, What's that thing called? The RG three always ran the pistol or whatever, pistol, right? Yeah. Yep. The run, rerun, read option, yeah, right? Option. Like yep. it was tripping people up for a minute. Mm -hmm. Then you don't see it no more because everybody yeah, got exactly. a plan for it. Now they knocking Bama's out. Exactly. You right? don't want to use, lose your quarterback. Exactly. Right. <laughs> so, so if you're watching three or four games of a team on a Tuesday, like you're you're checking out tendencies. Like mm -hmm. you know what signals are being. You know, there was a guy that used to play for the Redskins, and he would always give away. They told it later on in his career. When it was a running play, they used to have these mouthpieces that used to hang, right? It was a running play. He would never have his mouthpiece in. Yeah. It was just obvious. Yeah. When it was a, when it was a passing play, he'd have his mouthpiece in, like yep. just something like that. And I'm sure you can't say that on a podcast, but, like, you study all that stuff, and that's important. So, Tuesday, you watching four games on an iPad. Yep. Wednesday. Wednesday is the is the entire package. So, we have film room study. We have practice. Um, we have more film room study after. So, that day um, usually goes anywhere from about – I'll probably get there around 7 mm -hmm. and then go to about 5 o'clock. And that's just at the facility. Then we have, you know, uh, outside of that – you know, my preparation at home where I watch more film um, of these teams and break it down, first, second down, third down, and red zone. That's how we uh, – week to week. That's how wow. every team usually does it. So, Wednesday is first, second down. Thursday is uh, third down, mm. goal line, and then Friday will be strictly red zone. Wow. We yeah. think y'all just out there hitting people. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's a, a lot, it's man. A strategy. It's strategy. Yeah, yeah. And – 
And the more you prepare, um, you know what I'm saying, more confidence you have on Sunday. Just um, aware. Just right? aware of everything. Yeah. Like, you have no fear because mm-hmm. you've seen so much, um, whether it's Tennessee's. And a lot of times, man, you just want to eliminate plays. Yeah. Um, you know, that's the biggest thing. Like, what can't they do on this play? Or right. I take remember stuff this. you take away from yeah, them. Yeah, or right. a team is like, man, they have five set plays. I try to go in the game where I have five or six plays that – if they line up in this formation, they might not do it the same way. Right. But if they give me something, a similar look or action happens, I got to be they be able to capitalize on that. Do you call plays from the secondary? I do. Okay, gotcha. Because gotcha. I, as a as a safety, we see a lot more. Right. So than you're cornerback. You're the you're you're the coach of the DB. I take right? pride. I take pride in making sure I know. Like, look, I got to give my guys, you know, some plays where. Get them a chance to make some plays. Yeah. Because even though I can't, what I'm going to do, my job is to make sure I get that knowledge out to them. Right. So that they know and they're aware is of there, what's coming on. Is there a mic in your helmet? It's There's only not. one player that only, can have yeah. it. And, and that's, that's the, the mic linebacker. linebacker. Mike yep. linebacker. Okay. Correct. I know you you press for time. I got to get yeah. through this quick. I got to <laughs> get through this quick. What's, tell us about that Super Bowl, right? Yeah. Like, what what's it like? What was that like for y'all, that run? What do you, and what do you think has separated the Philadelphia Eagles to make them the championship? Because I'll be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't think y'all could beat the Patriots because yeah. they're the Patriots. Yeah. And that's Tom Brady. Yeah. And that's Bill Belichick. And who's your coach? Like, he ain't been around long <laughs> enough to do this. Second-year coach, man. Yeah. What y'all doing? Fresh. What y'all doing shocking the world like that? What do you think? Tell me about the experience as you can summarize it. And what do you think separated y'all from – because only one team ended the season without a loss. That yeah. was y'all. I mean, Every, I everybody just, else's last game was an L. Yeah. I would just sum it up. It's, man, it was the faith. Yeah. Um, and belief that we had in each other. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I think, you know, if your mental capacity is great, mm-hmm. your body's going to follow. Regardless yeah. of what, you know what I'm saying, steps in front of you. Like, this season, man, we've been through everything that a team can can like possibly go through. Mm-hmm. Devastating injuries where if you told us, um, lined us up week one and said, hey, we're going out there and play the Redskins and we're not going to have Jason Peters, we're not going to have Darren Sproles, we're not mm-hmm. going to have Chris Maragos, Carson Wentz, like nobody would give us a, a fighting chance mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Um, not week one nor the rest of the season Mm -hmm. and so uh you've seen us constantly go down man but constantly god step up to the plate Mm -hmm. next man up mentality and just step in and do their job um you know i'm saying very exceedingly man than anyone would expect and i just think it was our belief and it is our faith that we had in each other as for the coaches organization as it as it uh as a whole um that helped us um overcome um, all of these adversities, and then finally finish the job off, man, versus one of the best quarterbacks that ever played this game. Is he the best you ever been against? Who's the best you ever played against? When you I, could, I go back and forth between him and Aaron Rodgers. Um, yeah. Those are, like, two Aaron of my can, favorites. Aaron can make so many plays happen with his feet, too. Man, yeah. his feet, I got his arm strength, accuracy, um, haven't seen many like it. But yeah. Tom Brady, man, he knows what to do. When it's, when it's time – when the playoffs start, watch out. Do you when you see a quarterback back behind center like that in shotgun formation, does your you let's say you see a guy, just a guy, he's a quarterback, he's just a normal quarterback, whatever. Mm-hmm. He's NFL, he's elite. But then when you see Aaron back there, does you do you get a little extra heart race because that's this dude is dangerous? Oh, I do. Yeah. Um shoot, you know I watch what he can do. I watch a lot more film that that week. Right, right, you right, know what I'm right, saying? right. 
all right. the way up until leading up to the game. I'm still looking at my notes, making yeah. sure because um, you know they bring the best out you. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's that all. That's, that's that makes all sense. It is. That makes sense. Hey, before you go, tell us about your business. I you had a business. Tell me about it, where it is, and what you're yeah. doing. So, man, um, I just recently um, opened the store, uh, Back of House, um, that I'm the owner of. It's called um, Back of House. Called Back of House. Okay. Um, we opened up late November, um, and it's pretty much it's a men's fashion store, uh, middle to high end. Um, we have we carry like seven to ten um, emerging brands, mm -hmm. um, some from the UK, um, some from Los Angeles area. Um, Brands that you guys might know, uh, Daniel Patrick, Off White, represent other mm -hmm. UK, mm -hmm. um, and then uh, you know we have some local brands too, um, you know to represent the DMV well. And so you know it was a, a idea that came in mind, a vision that I seen, man, with uh, my business partner uh, Kevin James, mm -hmm. and uh, we sat down um, one evening, man, and mapped everything out. Yeah, and. Uh, you know, we're here now, six months into this business, I love and it. and it's growing. Um, Back of are, house, people are taking. How can they get to it? it? Where is it? So Give it's me a website. Yep, it's in, Pen it's in Pentagon City Mall. Um, it's, nice. it's on the top level, um, next to the Auntie Anne's and the GNC. So we sit right there in the middle between those two. Okay. Um, and uh, um, what else? Oh yeah, the website is uh, bohusa.com. Okay. So, Man. Is there any time people can go by to see you or your yeah, man, man Kevin, so, or is there any special yeah. thing coming up that um, you want to tell our audience? So we about? have we have uh, we're planning something probably you know the end of the month probably a pop up shop or something like that. But mm -hmm. um, unfortunately for me, I'll, I'll be in for the remainder of the week. But then um, I'm out of here because um, I got to go back to Philly. Yeah, get back to work. Yeah, uh, but I'll be back. Um, you know, this is actually my first um, job, uh, you would say, <laughs> outside of the NFL. I never had another job yeah. outside of that. So it's very cool uh, for me. I, I've learned the ins and outs, um, the day-to-day -day operations, yeah. learned to register, all of that. I, I done rung people up. So it's fun, man. It's something that I'm passionate about yeah. and uh, something that uh, I'm very excited to bring to the city, you know, where, we're, where I'm from. Back of house, Pentagon City. Y'all check it out. What's the website again? BOHUSA.com. All right, 60 seconds. This is rapid fire. Okay. Rapid fire. All right. Fastest receiver you ever covered. Fastest. <sighs> Man, um, Odell. Odell. Favorite food? Um, pizza. Favorite movie ever? Favorite movie ever. Man, it's a few. Um, but I love Friday. It's a classic. <laughs> Funny guy. <laughs> All right. Favorite inspirational or gospel song? Um, shoot. Probably, uh... Ah, uh, probably what? Uh, Kirk Franklin. Um, what joint? Ah, golly. Ah, uh, man, I'm having trouble remembering the name. That's a shame. All things Kirk. <laughs> any uh, any Kirk song? We yeah, just go man. With that. Yeah, man. <laughs> we All right, go we with go that. ahead. We go ahead. Biggie or Tupac? Um, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Biggie. My East man. Coast. All right. Go-Go or rap? Man, man, I, I was an ultimate Go-Go uh, fiend growing up in high school. I'm going to just go with Go-Go. You know, yeah, got to do it for the culture. You got to represent. Yeah. You're already a Cowboy fan. You can't <laughs> say rap now on top of that. All right, hip-hop or R&B? Um, preferred. Preferred uh, hip-hop. All right. Choice. Four interceptions in a game or four blitz sacks? In one game. 
four interceptions. Yeah, that's a, that's a DB. <laughs> DB. 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 You don't even care if the sacks have a fumble with it. <laughs> nah. I'd rather care. Just break up, just stop yeah. it. I got you. <laughs> Toughest running back you've ever had to tackle at any level um, that you can remember? Adrian Peterson. Why? Man, just his elusiveness, um, his ability to, you know, uh, be powerful, but also um, shifty, yeah, and yeah. then have the speed to to separate. Yeah, yeah, good. Your favorite safety, safety right now, other than you, who's uh, your favorite safety out there that you like their work? Earl Thomas. Earl Thomas. Yeah. Favorite safety ever. Favorite safety ever. Um, man, Sean Taylor. Yeah. Man, can you yeah. imagine? I. If he kept playing every time, man. even Leron Landry, who was with him, mm-hmm. them two together, if they could have grown together, that would have yeah. been tough. Um, almost done. Toughest stadium to play in outside of outside of uh, you know the link, you know, right there. In Philly. Well, you don't have to. That's that's a that's an easy one <laughs> nah, for you to play yeah. in now, right? Yeah, but I would say uh, Seattle. Yeah, heard that. You told me your favorite football team as a kid. We're gonna we're gonna pray about that. Favorite restaurant. Favorite restaurant? Um, I always loved Outback growing up, um, so I'ma just I'ma just keep it like that. Shout out for Outback. Yeah, people wouldn't even, you know, what I'm saying expect that, but I love it. Favorite TV show as a kid? TV show as a kid? Um, probably Martin. Martin. Yeah. Yeah. If you're going out on a hot date, you and Erica Lee, what are you wearing? What are you driving? What's playing in the car? And where you going? <laughs> uh, for me, shoot, I probably put on. It all depends on how I feel, man. I, I switch it up a lot. Probably, you know, a nice little jacket and, and some nice jeans and you know shoes. I I don't really know what it's gonna look like. Probably driving uh my Range Rover. Um, and then it's gonna be some type of R and B. You mm-hmm. know, what I'm saying in the car playing. Yeah, you gotta keep it cool. Yeah, for, you know, set the mood for the lady. And you said where are we going? Yeah, yeah. Shoot, we just going to Outback. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> going to Outback. Yeah, we're going to have, yeah, we usually have a lot of fun. So we probably do dinner and then something, something after to finish off the night, too. Nice. I don't know. All right. These are all one word answers. Okay. And we're done. Football. One word come to your mind. Uh, family. Colin Kaepernick. Um,. Man, one word. You can use a couple if you need. To. <laughs> um, man, uh, just pro- activist for you know what I'm saying the black community. Okay, your mother. Um, everything. Barack Obama. Leader. Coach McGregor. Um, legendary. Philadelphia Eagles. World champs. Philadelphia 76ers. Trust the process. <laughs> Beyonce. Uh, Be careful. <laughs> Erica. Uh, she a big Beyonce fan, uh, but not uh, very talented. Drake. Man, one of my favorites. Chance the Rapper. Inspirational. Kendrick Lamar. Um, probably one of the best uh, best to do it when it comes to lyrics. 
God. Comes first, man. Bless me. Give me everything. The Bible. Um, something, uh, a, a tool to use, man, on um, in every situation in life. Um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, very inspiring and, uh, you know, just bring a lot of insight and, you know, can learn a lot from it. All right, that's a, that's a that's a good one word. <laughs> All right, we got some of in one word. Yeah. Church, uh, man, house of God. All right, Kevin Hart, hilarious. Black Lives Matter. Uh And inspiring. The DMV. The place to be. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> the Keith Battle Podcast. <laughs> man, amazing time. You know, we're going to use more than one word. Man, you got to come through, check it out. But appreciate you, man. Thank you, man. Yeah. It's been great having you, all, Ladies and gentlemen, that's Rodney McLeod, free safety of the world champion Philadelphia Eagles, the owner, operator, of the back of house. Oh, yeah. Pentagon City. Check him out. Great guy. Congratulations on your engagement. Congratulations on your success. Continue success. Continue health to you and everything, man. So glad you took time to come by. All man, right. the pleasure's all mine. Thank you. All right, family. We'll catch y'all next week right here on the Keep Battle Podcast.